1: Hey everybody, and welcome back to Jersey Shore. I'm Jordan from Jersey, joined this week by... Pierce, hey guys. And we're also joined this week by... Dave. And uh, we got a bunch of stuff to talk about. A lot of things that are ending, in a weird way, I guess well, is the
2: best way to put that. Or have ended. That have ended. One, I don't think we can talk about, because Dave nor I have seen the ending. Really? I am under this weird belief that if I don't watch it, it'll never end. It's so good. Or Pierce or is referring to Parks and Recreation. And yeah, I have not
0: seen, he has this, not seen this, this season now. of
1: Parks and Rec yet. So. Okay. So. so maybe we'll hold that for later. Yeah. I really want to talk about it with you. Darn it, so well, good. Well, I'm
2: resistant because I hate change, so... You could have at least
0: told me. <laughs> That's why he has has dollar bills. I
2: did. He said that he hadn't seen it, and I said I hadn't seen it either. I don't think that one went through. I didn't see that one. I didn't see that either. Oh, well, yeah. okay. I meant to send it. Okay, well... <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you for meaning to tell us things, Pierce. Um, but let's start off with some sad news. Uh, Leonard yeah? Nimoy just passed away yesterday as we record this. Um, actually, all the things we're talking about tonight, except apparently not Parks and Rec, are very timely, which is weird for us. But, uh-huh. yeah, Leonard Nimoy, uh, Mr. Spock, just passed away. Hospitalized, I believe, like two or three days ago, right? Yeah, I mean, even when you put in our group chat, oh, sad day, and you didn't... It, expound on that for some strange reason, my mind immediately went to a problem well, under Nimoy. So I said sad day for science the, fiction. Right, because so, he had yeah. been in the hospital. Um, 83 years old, Yep, lived a long life, lived a very full life with many memorable characters. I'm I mean, not going to make a joke. Long
0: and prosperous yeah, life.
1: There you go. So I mean, we, we go immediately to Mr. Spock, but William Bell from
2: Fringe and the work he did with The Hobbit, the, the, the original the animated Hobbit. <laughs> yes, The Song of the Ballad of Bilbo Baggins, but he, he, which YouTube that people... Treat yourself. Uh, but he
1: has been involved in many, many, many things over the years. As a writer and a photographer and
2: a director. Director, I looked into his directing history, nothing impressive, but... Uh, he directed, it, like, two Star Trek movies, didn't he? He directed three and four, so one good, one bad. Okay, well, still,
1: he directed those.
2: Yeah.
1: I mean, I wouldn't say I'm, like, the world's biggest Leonard Nimoy fan. I always enjoyed him in things I saw him in. The Transformers movie, the original one, and, of course, yeah. uh... Was it Dark of the Moon? He also played Was the he in Dark of the Moon? I don't know. Or I The just third thought he was. The third, what was
2: the third one? Rise
1: of the... No, that's no Dark of the Moon.
2: Because the they moon couldn't the say Dark one? Side of the Moon. They had to say Dark of the Moon. That wasn't the second one? No, the second one was... So I actually saw the second one. I never saw the third. The third one was actually
1: pretty decent. That's the one with the, him in
2: The second it. one was with the super racist robots. Well,
1: that's yes, all awesome. that But that yes. one particularly, yes. Uh, yeah, that one... Oh, the second one is so bad. Yep.
0: And the fourth one is a really bad There's loop. a fourth one?
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Age of Extinction. Yeah, with the Dinobots.
0: Oh, uh, I... Nah, no. no.
2: Yeah. yeah. Where everyone's like, oh, man, you know, Optimus Prime riding in on... Uh, what's his face? Uh, see, I
0: gave up after Dark and the Moon when they were trying to, like... When everybody was trying to jump on board the whole, like, Apollo 17 conspiracy and... Oh, is yeah. that how they tried to play that up? Yeah, because they just had, they had a movie come out that was either... No, it was Apollo 18. One of them, like... That, like, there was this, like unrecorded space mission and they never wanted to release what they actually found on the moon. Mm, and that's I mean, that's like
1: two minutes of the movie.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, but they also released it right at the same time as another movie came out that was talking about the same space mission yeah. and what they really found on the moon. So I feel like it was like definitely like a They definitely planned the release around like the same time as this movie came out.
1: I really highly doubt the Transformers planned
2: anything around a found footage flop.
0: You
1: never know. Regardless of how important time it's
0: Michael
2: Bay. Like who knows the levels that he will stoop to. That, w- that wouldn't be a
0: helpful level. This movie could be something. I must crush it. <laughs>
2: but I mean, the, the first... I don't know why we're talking
1: about Transformers. The first and third one are okay. The second and fourth one are terrible. Uh, but yes, and the, part the movie voice everyone of, loves and is also terrible. Yes, but, and it's terrible. But he would love the
2: voice of Galvatron and that. So yes, he did do many, many things. Um, and, and not
1: just in nerd circles, although that's also what he's you know, most... Yeah, for. and
2: even looking back, he did a lot of Western stuff. Now, granted, in the era that he was you know starting acting, that was what was big, was the, the Western... Sure, um, it was the superhero
1: movie of today. You know. Exactly.
2: So, actually, that's a, that's a very apt description. I hadn't thought about that. I will say though, just in the science fiction realm, what he did for science fiction, and you know what he represented, was huge. I mean, I don't think there was science fiction to the degree by any means before Star Trek.
1: Sure, there absolutely was, but I mean, it was it was a big pop hit, at least for,
0: uh, for a few years. Um, and that was... Yeah, there was Invasion you know, of the Body Snatchers. There was the Day the Earth Stood Still. There was a lot of, like... Jules w- of <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot you know, of weird, like, kitschy, like... Twilight Zone. Sci-fi movies that came out. So they just I'll didn't, like... So,
2: Twilight Zone, yeah. So, my thing... I, and I guess, mean, specifically for TV, like, you know, and granted, beside for, you know, Kirk ripping a shirt every episode and mating with space women, you know, it and was... the way he
0: pronounced all his... All
2: <laughs> of the things that he did. Um, it was it was a lot it was science fiction like it wasn't you know just what I feel like we have a lot of today which is you know action films set in science you know based futuristic environments you have a lot of science fantasy today or just
0: you know, yeah Actually, just feel like a way of Basically. making science fiction more like acceptable towards everybody like not everybody sure. would get into like the original Star Trek I love the original Star Trek but not everybody like would really, that wouldn't be everybody's thing so, if you make it a little bit more, like, enticing... action yeah, and enticing to everybody. Like, I could watch the original Star Trek, and I could also watch, like, the crap out of TNG and everything like that. I see, think I it's... wouldn't
2: say TNG's action-y, though.
0: Oh, no. No. That's, that's <laughs> my whole point, is, like, I could watch, like, all those things all day long. But then you get into, like, some of the later ones where they start, like, with Voyager, and then they just completely reboot the series with Chris Pine. Oh, there's another one. Lost in Space.
1: He was in Lost in Space? No, 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 but you are saying science fiction
0: on TV. Okay, no, you're yes. right. I didn't forget in Lost in Space. in Space existed. Yeah, you're Lost right Lost in on Space that. was Who. before Star Trek.
2: Yeah, and Doctor Who. Okay. Lost in Space started <laughs> back
0: when back when black and white TV was... No,
2: yeah, because my dad grew up with, with Lost in Space. I've watched
0: the entire series of that, and it is, it's campy and mm-hmm. awesome.
2: <laughs> yep. All right, that's fair. That's fair. Danger,
0: no. danger, Will Robinson. Creepy pedophile doctor.
1: Dr. Smith? Yes.
2: <laughs> I will also say that what you're saying about it makes science fiction more reachable. That's not the word. Accessible. Uh, accessible. accessible. That's yeah. the word. Right. Uh, I look at the reboot of Star Trek, and that's all I see is they went for the action film set in the Star Trek world. Oh, it's super accessible. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's not. You know, Which is why it's by far the most successful thing Star Trek uh. has ever done? Yeah, unfortunately, yes, because they lost. I feel like they lost a lot of weight to it. You know, look at look at Duke. where were the whales? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was not even a mention of whales. They couldn't. They they never created t- transparent titanium. <laughs> like, okay, here's my and rid- first off.
1: It's transparent aluminum, Dave. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. I has been a long who time. Who really doesn't like that movie. I don't understand why people like the stupid whale movie. It's Voyage Home, right? I
2: don't understand it either, but
1: yes. Everyone loves Voyage Home. I've seen that movie probably three times as much as I've seen all the other Star Trek movies combined Including Con. On. All right, I've in only seen on.
0: Con once. Really? But people love that movie. And don't know, there's nothing wrong with it. But, eh, yeah. you know. Do you yeah. understand why everybody likes Free Willy? <laughs> I liked Free Willy when I was seven. Now I couldn't tell you. Okay, well, there you go. I mean, it was there was, a, there was
1: an orca in it, and orcas are at least more interesting than, what was it, sperm
2: whales or gray or blue whales? That they had to get. I yeah. think they had to get a gray whale because they didn't want to be like, we had to get a sperm whale and say the word sperm. You couldn't say to sperm
0: that. back then on TV. <laughs> probably
2: not. So probably just like, yeah, a gray whale. Like, so here's, here's my thing. I think Khan is still the best one. Because I think Shatner actually had to show real emotions, uh, which he did the best that he could. <laughs> uh, well, at least you can recognize that, sure, okay. <laughs> also, I want to say I'm surprised. Leonard, when, you know, Leonard Nimoy passed away, everyone was just like, live long and prosper, live long and prosper. I was the only one in all my Facebook friends to actually quote the funeral scene from Khan. Well, I saw other people in my friend groups. In your friend groups, country, okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was the only one that said of all the souls I've encountered... Congratulations, Congratulations,
0: Jordan. You win. You have nerdier friends than yeah, you. Yeah, well, apparently. I do.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and I was always I a little surprised. But Khan has always been my favorite. Um, and that's partially my upbringing. My dad was always, you know, uh, in love with that movie. See, my um, dad was a TNG guy and a TNG
1: okay. guy growing up. One of my oldest memories, and I know we're getting sidetracked from Nemo here, but we'll get back to it. One of my oldest memories as a child And uh, The Next Generation debuted debuted 17 days after I was born. Um, It was, yeah, yeah. And there's an episode in, I looked this up once, I spent like an hour going through Wikipedia summaries to find out which episode it was, but I want to say it was like season six. When Nimoy comes back? No, this has nothing to do with Nimoy. There was an episode where there was an alien race that was abducting members from the Enterprise at night. And then bringing them back, and they wouldn't have memories of it. And then their like blood would turn to like peanut, like the consistency of peanut butter, mm-hmm, and yes, they would I die. Saw that that, epi- that is one of my oldest memories, and it's a memory <clears throat> of being terrified and not being able to sleep. <laughs> no, because I was terrified of this episode, and it, it's just weird that that sticks with you, especially from a show like TNG, which was yep. very goofy.
2: But when you're six or whatever I was at the time, you know. Yeah, and and that's the thing. I've actually been going back and. I feel like TNG is a show you can put on in the background.
0: Oh
1: yeah,
2: absolutely. I you mean, mean like, by definition, sure. Well, I, every show is, but it's not like one where, like, if well, I'm not exactly need to, to pay that close attention. to yeah. the most of it. And and other than horrible pacing problems and the same issue that the original show had of, you know, terrible CGI, not even CGI, just like editing the film
0: strip itself, monsters, like. Say so with TNG, all you really have to wait for is till so you hear the red alert sound going off, yeah. and you're like, oh crap, i got to pay attention. Now I actually have Something's to Something's going to happen.
2: Or when Whoopi's 30, on the screen, and yeah, then you're, and you're like, we'll, oh, yeah. now, now there's going to be a life lesson that I have to learn. <laughs> so, 30
0: minutes of dialogue has passed, but red alert's going on now, and <laughs> Whoopi is going towards battle stations. That doesn't really happen. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm definitely more of a TNG
2: guy, but... So I think I think the show that is best represented making fun of this has been American Dad. But I think about... Not what, Futurama? What Nimoy has been—not Star Trek in general—but what Nimoy has been for people simply listening. Pierce held up a finger, saying, "Wait for it! I'm about to bring that in." <laughs> yes, um, specifically about Nimoy and people and how nerds revere him. So so much
1: so that it, like it was offputting to him for years. Like he had, he wrote that yeah. book. I'm not Spock. And what's put a bad taste in people's mouth for many years, and then it kind of blew over with him being like, look, it was not me saying screw you, it was just me saying, can we back off a bit? Yeah. I'm a human being
2: here. And I think I think Patrick Stewart's been going through that same thing, where, you know, he's a theater actor, and he and uh, Ian McKellen have been doing, you know, theater... The um Yes, The Wizard. Sir Ian, Sir Ian, Sir Ian, um, you shall not pass! They've been, doing, like, actually, they've, do, been for... they've been doing Broadway. They've been doing Broadway. Actually, my manager at my old job got signatures from both of them. It was pretty awesome. So, like, they're classically trained actors. And they're being bottlenecked as that, you know? Ian uh, e. McCallum, of course, as well. The same thing of, type-cast, oh, Gandalf. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but they're just being typecast, yeah. Yes. Well, Gandalf and um, Magneto. Mag- that's very yes. true. But I th- think it's important that... More than even in Star Wars, Spock gave nerds something to aspire to. Spock was, like, a good role model for nerds. And that's what I was thinking about the other day when I first read that. Like, he was someone that, while being... was trying to discover his emotions and blah, blah, blah. Like, it was something that awkward nerds that get picked on because the whole point was Spock was insulted his entire
0: childhood for being half-human. Like nerds could relate to. They could. They could look up at this guy and be like, man, he has no social skills but he is the smartest person exactly. in this group. Exactly.
2: I like to be a little less asexual in my life, but... <laughs> <laughs> and it, we, That's why I think nerds admired him so much because they were able to relate. Like, Well, that and the eyebrows. And that and all those terrible eyebrows.
0: And the haircut. <laughs> uh,
2: and the terrible jokes. Where do they keep their armies? In their sleeveys? <laughs> um... You've never heard that before. No, I have. Yeah. I've heard it, but how does that
0: relate to Spock? I have, which is why I wasn't laughing. <laughs> um, so, no, wait. Tie this in. How does this relate to Spock? That was a, that was a quote. That
2: from, was a quote from, from, from an episode. Oh. There, there
0: was. I don't. Was
2: it a, it a one-time travel? Or was it? It was a, it was the time travel Nazi episode. But
1: him trying to use jokes was that that was more of a running gag. Where yeah, he well, just it was Spock you... trying to convey jokes, okay. and so they would use purposely terrible jokes with him. Yeah, to be like, is that not
2: funny, Captain? You know. Yeah, it was kind of like sleepies. the same. Basically, Data was a lot of the similar. Oh, stuff Oh yeah, Data was yes. the, the, the was the Spock spot. of the next yeah of TNG. So with, with that, though, I think that's exactly it, where, you know, more than Kirk, where he's more the alpha, he's the, I'm going to, you know, woo the woman and defeat the space battle, like, nerds were able to relate to Spock more than anyone else. And
0: Spock was the kiff of the, uh, the show, and yeah, and Kirk basically. was the Zap Brannigan.
2: And that's definitely what that relationship yes. is supposed to model. From Futurama. Oh, that would explain why I didn't get the reference. I was like, I don't know what that means. Yeah, I'm surprised you haven't at least I tried. Just, I have. I oh, you like just it. hate it. Yeah. Zap Rennigan's the idiotic, overpowered. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like, what's what's my sexy learning disability? And Kiff's like sex, <laughs> So yeah, that no, it was definitely reminiscent of that. So
0: well, he's like, Kiff you know what we're gonna do, we're gonna travel the distant distant galaxies and make it with hot alien chicks. Exactly. <laughs>
1: Uh, do we have anything else to say about Leonard Nimoy except he shall be missed and uh, rest in peace you know, rest of in all peace. the
2: souls etc cetera, etc cetera. yep yeah it, it's, most.
1: it's a shame but at the same time he lived a very full life he had a very full career and I think he'll only be looked back at fondly oh yeah I don't
2: think there are any flops
1: For an, oh, I think there probably were if we look back at them we don't remember them because they were flops but true I mean I think in terms of an actor's career and life from everything I understand he made out pretty well. Yeah. And, you know, good on him. He seemed like an awesome dude. Um, like I said, Star Trek, Not, re- I'm, I don't actually think I did say this. I might have said it in previous episodes. Star Trek's not really my thing. I enjoy it. It's fine. But uh, whenever he would show up in anything, you know, it was always like, oh, it's Leonard Nimoy. And you were a big fringe awful. guy. yeah, Big fringe guy. And his character, William Bell, in Fringe, probably only appeared in maybe 10 episodes in the entire it's show. Uh, yeah. But that was like, one of the most important characters on that show, despite the fact he only appeared a few times and was great in that, yeah. even though he was very old. And, and this was like, I think he quit acting like during the run of that show and they still managed to bring him back mm-hmm. at least like twice after that in various ways um, because because of his age and his health. But he was always great. Yeah. He
2: always brought his A game in everything I've ever seen of him. And I think one of the things is he, within the William Bell character, I don't know what it is, but something about his smile and just his attitude within that Well, it's was because fantastic. Th- the great thing about him... Now, real quick, did you watch Fringe, Dave? No. Okay. Right. So this is
1: going to be slightly spoilery for, like, the first and second season of... It's okay. I really
0: don't see myself watching Fringe. So. It's really good.
1: But you're set up to think William Bell is the villain. Yeah. He's awful. And he, you know, we've, we're worried about him. He's the one causing all this. And then you finally meet him, and it's 80... Well, at the time, I'd say, what, 78-year-old Leonard Nimoy, yeah. and he's kind of an awesome dude and you find out, oh, he's not really the villain you might not always agree with what he's doing he's not really the villain, and he's great and he brings such depth and warmth yeah. to this character and so even though he was on very little of the actual episodes very few of them have very little screen time he was you could feel him all over that show, and it was great yeah. it was really great um, so he will be missed, and uh, yes. rest in peace sir
2: Absolutely.
1: so last episode, Pierce, we tried yeah. a brand new recording technique we did, and at least in my opinion, and I'm very picky about my audio, uh, which you wouldn't know from listening to the show. But <laughs> I was super thrilled with how that yeah, audio turned out. Now absolutely. we are using the same technique for the most part. There are three people here, obviously, and we're in a different room, so hopefully this continues. With a the lot same more modality. background noises. There's yeah. a lot more background noise here, but hopefully this works out even better than any other previous episode that's been recorded in this room. We'll see. Did we
2: explain what the setup was yeah, last Yeah, we, we, we okay. explained last
1: time. Yeah. This, this time, basically, the only difference is I'm holding the the tax cam, and Davis talking to one half, and I'm talking to the other, and Pierce has still got my phone. Yeah, But here's uh, hoping that it still sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> Chaney said it was good, so that's really
2: all that matters.
1: So, since this is kind of a nostalgia, things that are ending, things oh, in the past. Cheney Chaney shot out. Yeah,
2: it was. So, yeah, I okay, haven't had one in a while,
1: yeah. Um, let's talk about something else from our childhoods, Specifically, specifically yes. and not just things from our parents' childhood, childhood that we adopted. That we adopted. Um, Power Rangers, Pierce, and yes, Pierce. yes. So a few days ago, the internet kind of caught fire with this Power slash Rangers short film. All yes. caps, power, slash. I was screen. wondering
2: how they were able to get away with the title specifically. Well, they
1: didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so well, we'll get into that. But it's this 15 minute, counting the credits. So it's probably more like 11 minutes. There here. was a
2: long techno y credits.
1: Yeah,
0: there was, it was about 12 minutes of movie and then about like three minutes of credits. There's a lot of people involved in making this.
1: Uh, short film produced by Ari Shankar, directed by, oh, Josh something, and I'm forgetting his name off the top of my head.
0: I don't know. a um, cameo from James Vanderbeek.
1: Uh, I would say the lead actor of the thing was James Van Der Beek yes, That's I like and, the and Starbuck and Katie Sackhoff whose uh, name has I has never memory. remember um, who I uh, I'm hot and cold on her I thought she was very good in this though what are you cold on her in? most of the things I've seen her in Battlestar? half of it what uh, else has she been she,
2: in besides Battlestar?
1: Uh, she was in Battlestar. She was in Riddick. She's in like, uh, she the Bionic Woman Riddick, remake. Yeah. She was, she's been in a
2: ton of things. Okay.
1: And there are a few things I've seen her I'm like, oh, she's pretty good. And a few things I've seen her in where I'm like, no, not at all. This is bad. Um, <laughs> but this was one of the things she was very good in. So it's this short film. This is the same producing crew, same company, basically, that made the Punisher Dirty Laundry short. That made... That was a thing? Yeah, you never saw that. No, they got back. Uh, who's the guy who played the Punisher? Or, uh, Thomas Jane. They got him to come back for like another twelve minute. It, it where it's him playing the Punisher. They never say it, but it's him playing the Punisher. Kind of as a bootleg sequel. They call they call them bootlegs or d makes, but he, it's kind of a d makes. I kind of like that. Yeah, the Punisher two thousand four film two thousand two, the Thomas Jane Punisher, right. the one with Travolta as the villain.
2: <laughs> okay,
1: uh, which is actually not a bad movie. It's not great, but. It's not bad. It's certainly of the Punisher films, the best one.
2: Yeah, I would agree.
1: Maybe not the best Punisher I film, but the best Punisher film films. of them, Yeah, uh, as, as it goes. And they also did the... What was, it, what was it called? Truth in Journalism, which was a black and white, another one of these 15-minute short films um, about Venom, Eddie Brock, starring... Oh, I didn't know um, that was a thing. I gotta look Ryan that up. Ryan Quanton from True Blood. Okay. I gotta um, find that. I didn't love that one, actually. It was trying for a really avant-garde-type feel, and I uh, was just kind of like, eh, it wasn't bad, but it didn't do anything for me. Okay. And this is weird, because this is a 15-minute Power Rangers short film, set as kind of a sequel to the original storyline of the show. Yeah. A show that, even as a seven-year-old, I fully realized was terrible, and didn't understand what plot structure was, but knew that they copied the same plot structure in every episode.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, except for the three that yeah. they
1: didn't, which were also the same plot structure, and were stupid and ridiculous. I still watched a lot of it as a kid, despite the fact that I wasn't allowed to, and got in a lot of trouble multiple times for doing it, but a show I recognized was terrible as a kid. Have
2: no nostalgia for, really. And this was awesome. Yeah, and I'm. I should. I should say I'm clearly coming from the opposite perspective. Yeah, Pierce was watching Power Rangers when we came over to his house. Pierce tonight. is wearing a Power
0: Rangers T-shirt yes, right yes, now and it's sitting on a Dragon Dagger.
2: And well, no, the Dragon Dagger's up there. To be fair, so I should explain. I have always been, and maybe it came from Power Rangers, but I think I've seen it in here. I was going to get you dropped on your head as a child <laughs> <laughs> multiple times. Um. But for other I, reasons, yeah. Well, I, <laughs> I've
0: always been a big fan of large talking Jarella heads. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jarel heads, whatever, whatever. What are the big talking heads from Superman? I don't know.
1: Oh, Jorel.
0: Jorel. Jor-El. Oh, hey okay. So I pronounced it a little wrong. No,
1: I I thought you were talking. I was looking at his shirt with the Brontosaurus, and I thought you were getting this is feels- the dragon Whatever. Okay, with all a right. giraffe,
0: and I was like, what? No, I was trying to pronounce Jorel because he- that's what Zordon reminds me of. It just reminds me of a like rip on Superman.
1: Uh, yeah,
2: sure. Yeah,
0: yeah. But, um, but
1: anyway, you've always had a fascination with some- with with the color green.
0: Yeah, with
2: the color. Actually, sort of yes, because given my ring too, I'm wearing the green Power Ranger shirt and the. Uh, Green Lantern Ring. So, And I wonder if all of this came from Power Rangers and growing up with that, but I've always loved those giant monster fights. So I love the Godzilla movies. You know, I think I've expressed here my love of monster movies in general, be it Pacific Rim, you know, Super
0: Equally
2: Eight is campy. Yeah, well, Pacific Rim was all camp, and I enjoyed that. But even <laughs> I don't think that's fair. It's way more campy than Power Rangers. <laughs> <Paris. laughs> <laughs> but even ones that are serious, so like Super Eight, I would say that's a, still a fantastic film. Sure, but I mean a very different genre from like yes, the Super Eight was a
0: great film.
2: You know, um, but you know Cloverfield or that movie Monsters or any any monster movie Monsters really Inc. in the movie. uh, Yeah, there we go. So, and I wonder if it came from Power Rangers, but. I loved Power Rangers as a kid. I was allowed to watch it. Um, I had you some. Were? I were? I allowed oh, okay. to watch I thought it. You, I thought you were also saying it was not. I was like, really? Yeah, no. So I had some of the toys. The one who I never gotten, I always wanted more than anything. And they remade it like in, in Christmas. Like Nicole and I went to New York and went to the uh, right, you were the Toys R Us in uh, New York City. And they had it as a. And they just remade it. The Dragon
0: Zord. Ah. I was like, I want it. I ran up to it and it was $80. I was like, I don't have that. See, the toy I always wanted, and this is a little bit past the original Power Rangers, was the White Ranger sword that talked.
2: Yeah. The, the
0: talking s- Saba, the talking the saber. The,
2: ti- the tiger Saber. yeah. I
0: always wanted that.
2: But see, this is actually, I'm grabbing it right now, the Dragon Dagger. So the other thing that I always wanted, and I did actually treat myself to this, is, and I'm holding it right now, the Dragon
0: Dagger. It was like 12 bucks at Walmart.
2: It was it was about 25 but it was worth it. And it's not that you like the original toy, because this one... Um, doesn't have lead paint. Doesn't
0: have lead paint. I uh, actually remember the original being a lot more detailed, to be
2: honest. Yeah, this one's a little cheaper. It's kind of bulky because it also like, shoots out a weird, like, fake you know, $7 lightsaber. lightsaber thing at the end of it. It does make the noises and whatnot, which is pretty neat. But it's mostly for the aesthetic of
0: having it. But I always tell myself that if they ever... Never really remember... Like, never realized how steampunk that thing was.
2: Well, yeah. And it was kind of actually decent because the fact that, one, it's a flute. Uh, and two... It is a flute. I oh, know, and it's a flute <laughs> Two, It's a weapon,
0: <laughs> but two. You could
2: be the most dangerous part in the map. <laughs> but two, it's supposed to be ten thousand years old. Shiny vest
0: and call vengeance with your dragon. Supposed <laughs> to be ten thousand. years old, and even in the show, <laughs> was clearly made of cheap plastic.
2: Yes, very cheaply. Uh, so yeah, like, and that's one of the things I think of. And I wonder if, if Power Rangers is the reason for it, but I've always enjoyed camping things. Like, I've always enjoyed, um, you know, giant monster fights that are cheesy and ridiculous. I've like learned
0: that. to be very afraid of men in gray spandex leotards.
2: <laughs> <from that laughs> I mean, that is a good life lesson to have, <laughs> let be fair. In
1: general. And, yeah. and let's not limit it. Anyone in a gray, gray spandex leotard, yes. Like, I don't care if you're man, woman, or anywhere else on the gender spectrum, that is terrifying. Yeah. scary,
2: yep. Which is the same thing. So as sad as it is, I and maybe it's because I'm a fluff bunny in general, but I have always. You're been a fluff funny. bunny. Yeah. Oh, did I not not explain this term before? You've explained
1: it to me, but you should explain it again because it's nonsense. It, what do you mean it's nonsense? Without a definition, it's
2: weird and nonsense. Okay, that's fair. So the term fluff bunny basically means someone that that is really into backstory and just the general story progression. Of being continuity nerd. Continuity, yeah. Continuity nerd's a good, great way to put it.
0: Completely different from the definition I was making up in my head before <laughs> on.
2: Okay, I don't know if I want to know what that is. So, I've always... I think you know what it is. <laughs> yeah. So, I've always been really big on the backstory on the, the continuity. So, like, you know, I've mentioned War Machine, someone Russ and I play. I love the backstory, and I've watched, you know, the, the films, that the videos that have come out at conferences of the... You know, deity structure of the whole history. And, and I think what it
1: would separate. You know, quote-unquote fluff bunny from just a general continuity nerd, is their their main focus is more on the fluff, meaning the stuff that doesn't really matter to the plot, but it's yes. like the history of who made this weapon, and what was their barber's name, exactly. and what was that guy's <laughs> main hobby, yes. and, and you know... What did
0: he do on the weekends?
1: <laughs> yeah, and, and just like that, that minutia that doesn't matter at all, but yeah. it still flushes out the world, and is the thing that makes you
2: interested. Exactly, in and so I've always been a big fluff bunny, and so like we were talking a little bit before, you were reading the uh, the the Wikipedia of the different seasons of Power Rangers. Yeah, I read the
1: like the, the main overview season synopses on Wikipedia for the first. The, the Power Rangers was weird in that now it's like every season's a new thing. Yes. But for the first like six seasons About they, six or they seven, pieced yeah. together a plot that kind of went through the whole uh, first yeah, uh,
2: season. C- there was no the the only character that really made it from season one to I th- think he made it season five, technically. Tommy. Is Tommy. And then he was brought back later for Dino Thunder. Uh, but, like, I could probably have yeah, written that. That was the weird thing, was was
1: reading through the, the synopses, and then just skipping ahead a few and just kind of, like, seeing the titles of the ones that came after. And, like, even though the continuity ends with, like, six, then, like, five others of, like, the 15 other seasons do kind of tie back to the original continuity yes. as well, but not really and are completely different things. But they have some of the same characters, and it's like, okay... <laughs>
2: So, especially, like, in the newer ones, like, stuff like Megaforce...
1: Well, especially now that Saban got the license
2: back. Yes. Um, so, there was, like, the 10th anniversary where they brought all the 10 Rangers back. The all the Red, Red Rangers, 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 except for Rocky. Which, no, except for Jason, which was the big issue because they made Tommy the, Red, the original Red Ranger. They also Ranger. didn't
1: bring back Rocky, then,
2: maybe. Or did, did I so, read that article? So it's sort of right. The issue with Rocky is that he wasn't a different ranger; he just took over Jason's spot. So you can kind of break different them. characters, same power set, same suit. So you can act the same suit. That's the best way to put it because you can really break them down by helmets. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, and that's really the way. I mean, in later are. seasons, <clears> the costumes are quite different as well. That's very the true, the especially was starting out. with like Ninja Storm was when they really when they were the wearing around. ninja costumes. Yeah, yeah. the actual ninja costumes. Um, so Rocky, the issue with Rocky was that he was still in the Tyrannosaurus outfit, and so it wasn't Jason anymore, it was the same guy in that, but with that 10-anniversary Red Ranger special, the issue was that they made Tommy the original Red Ranger, uh, which all the fluff bunnies were like, ah, rah, rah, it's not Jason, or it's not, yeah, it's not Jason in the suit, blah, 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 but then they did the special with, um, on Megaforce, where they had every Ranger ever, and then they just did a giant paddle, which was, which was... Sort of neat, but, yeah. <laughs> and by sort of meaning, you mean incredibly stupid. For, shut up, yes. But, like, you know, so you were saying you read the the whole Wikipedia thing I, for probably, the first few seasons. I probably could have written that. You know, so, like, that's the knowledge. the
0: Wikipedia thing or written, like, the episodes? Cause, probably
2: both. A yeah. four-year-old could write the episodes. <laughs> and then the witch does this, and then they fight it. And then so, they're like, oh, crap. The witch sends the a new monster <laughs> down yeah.
1: to the planet. They fight the monster and beat the monster. Then the witch throws down a card or some dumb nonsense There's and the monster blocks. gets big. So yeah. then they try to fight the monster and they lose. And then they go, Wait, what if we got our giant robots to fight the giant monster? They put the giant robots together and fight the monster and beat the monster. That's the episode. Every single time with the exception of like four episodes.
2: Yes, and that's actually those with the exception of those like four episodes is what I was watching. And as a
1: seven-year-old, in. I recognize this, yes. which is really, really bad. And then, the then they call him
0: Titanus. Record. Yes. And, and that's, that's when I'm like, oh crap, our normal strategy cannot beat this. We gotta go for our ace in the hole, which we probably should have done in the first place yeah. so much easier
1: why don't we just get to mega stories every time and just stomp the little guy
0: <laughs> yeah. and
2: do but he's in guy? the city you'll blow up the city if that happens that's clearly Japan even though <laughs> they tried to cover it up by making like, yes, yes, it like Los Angeles, Angel Grove Angel California Grove, yes. or Rock Valley or something what that was, was later that? season yeah, yeah, yeah. it was Angel
0: Grove yeah. no no
1: it was like the town next door that was really oh, not like Rocky yes. and
0: this other two. Yeah. I just want to say, if I'm of Repulsa and I have this oven that just makes nothing but like enemies, <laughs> I'm not going to put like five little stick figures in the oven and send them out because like, okay, that's really not going to work. I'm just going to keep on making and making these little guys. But yeah, Maybe send them all at once. Yeah. And the issue is that they,
2: yeah, they, she would like send them, beat the Rangers, pull back for a bit, send them again to beat the Rangers once they recuperated, like just squash just squash them
1: also so, why do her and her brother have different last names husband. that are really similar no brother which oh yes the brother Rito Rivolto and Rito Vipulsa <laughs> <laughs>
0: they're they're Latin it's so we're okay. not talking about Lord Zed no yes. that was
1: her eventual her husband, eventual brother through mind control which makes it even, sort
0: of, it yes. Yes. Made it even easier to defeat like her little clay creations because they had a target on their chest that you yeah. punch <laughs> and you <they> disintegrate <laughs> well that's why the machine empire was like you guys are idiots and
2: we're taking over and they're like oh crap yeah you guys are actually good
0: at winning oh crap we're gonna just paint some targets on our stomachs and you win but were no. they
1: really better? Because it seems to me Rita and Zed lasted like four seasons, and the Machine Empire lasted one. That's
2: true. Uh, and then they switched into space and everything. But... <laughs> uh, Alright, that's that's arguable, yes. But by that point, you also have to realize the Power Rangers had like five seasons under their belt, and they are like, oh, we actually know what we're doing. <laughs> so, and then they brought in that little kid from that stupid movie. Oh my word. Turbo or Power Rangers the movie? The well, no. So the second movie, which was Turbo, which led into the show Turbo, which was the introduction of the Machine Empire. So just I'm gonna not stop talking get, now. Just I'm talking glad I haven't to, not, not, to not get our
0: listeners confused. Turbo, the Power Rangers movie, not Turbo the movie with the snail <laughs> that <they're> goes really fast.
2: <laughs> which was so dumb.
0: And, and Power Rangers Turbo wasn't.
2: Yes. Well that's no, I hated that movie. With <laughs> in little kid it was so dumb. Um But, yeah, so back to the 15-minute short of Power Rangers. Power slash Rangers. Yes. Um, So
1: it's kind of a loose sequel, R-rated. Alternate history. I mean, I guess you could say that this took place afterwards and was just the Machine Empire came back after they'd kind of retired. I guess you could say that. They never went into space. They they don't go into specifics.
2: In Well, maybe they didn't. They came back. Okay, sure. Well, no, wait, most of those characters didn't go into space. Yeah, exactly, that's the thing. So it's kind of like, what if it ended at, like, Turbo? And technically, it doesn't even hold up in continuity, but that's not even... I'm not, I'm not upset by this anyway, but technically, Kimberly, Zach, the none of them were around for Turbo except for you No, but they could have come back
1: when the Machine Empire attacked again, and they're like, oh, crap, we should probably help. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's very true. <laughs> Instead we're some, of going we're some to veteran the... Power Rangers. We know how to handle this. And by that point
2: the The green candle had burned down, and then I'm just going to shut up now. The green candle,
1: yes, yeah. So Tommy didn't have his Green Ranger powers anymore because the green power, green candle burned
2: out. So basically, the the source of the Green Ranger power, which was held by Rita Repulsal, was a green candle. Obviously,
0: Yes, yeah, um, makes total sense. And
2: so once that once that candle melted. He then lost his powers. Couple episodes of moving around, found the white power, and became the the you know the tiger and
0: everything. The white ranger, exactly. So, yeah, which means he's good now. He's no longer like this ranger. That's... No, he was
2: good as the green guy for most of it. Uh,
0: he yeah. was evil at first. He was evil at yeah. first, but then he was there's, good as green. That's actually,
2: I just watched the four episodes, Green with Evil, part one through four, until so they finally broke the evil spell by destroying the sword that didn't give him the. The craziness in the first place, but whatever. Okay, you know, know,
0: like, yeah. What what are these powers that they have? Because like, yes, they they have they they're blessed with certain things, but it's basically like this very large thing on their wrist that like turns in that turns them into like these spandex suits. And all buckle. it does is
1: give them a suit.
0: No, yeah, and it, access it, to I,
1: weapons I, in the robots. But as far as I can tell, it doesn't do anything else. They're already like adequate. Kung Fu fighters or, yeah. you know acrobats outside of the suits. Yes, their so,
0: powers are just that they're they kids that are interested in karate. And, but it doesn't coordination. It. The idea is that it doesn't hint
2: that and they actually bring this up in apparently in the first episode where they're like, it, it's it's a metamorphosis. So it actually like like becoming a butterfly makes you actually decent at fighting. So it does Because it. butterflies are decent at fighting? <laughs> yes. Better than a caterpillar. I don't know that that's true. <laughs> I argue that. All right, so the point is that, yes, they're already decent at fighting. Like, we, even, the episode that you, we watched right before we came down... They're well, not having, watch it. They're we're having on. an
1: American Gladiators tournament in the school cafeteria. <laughs> basically, yes. yes.
2: It was the youth center because, you know, kids love hanging out at the youth center. It, it was
0: basically the cafe from Saved by the Bell.
2: It really... Yeah, it basically was. So with that, like, the, like, Jason Todd, who plays Tommy... And whoever played. Uh, Not Jason
0: Todd. Not Jason Todd. Jason Todd as uh, well. Uh, Jason, Frank. Swingy, Swingy, Jason Frank. Jason Todd. Frank. Jason Frank. There we go. Uh, Lisa Frank, yes. <laughs> Lisa Frank and Sweetie um, Todd.
2: So he, Jason Frank and whoever played the character Jason, like, they, they're actually, like, legit as far as their skills go. Like, they were... That was... They had martial arts training. Yeah, there, there was actually footage of them fighting. It wasn't like a stunt double, like... W- which I kind of appreciate. As much of that show was fake, at least their skills... <laughs> well, yeah, they, did, they didn't well, have budgets, budgets for all stunt of it's doubles. <laughs> yeah, they didn't have stunt doubles, which I appreciated, so... Well,
1: except in all the scenes when it wasn't them, because... Where they're I'm, suited, yes. Japanese teenagers fighting? They're like, exactly. whoa, whoa, whoa,
0: guys, we've got about, like, 2,000 bucks to make this whole episode. You yeah. gotta do this... By yourselves. There's no stunt doubles.
2: So, alright, so back to power. Thousand of that's going to Bulk and Skull. Yes. <laughs> oh, you know my word. Just to the, just so, to the What series. is that <laughs> hat that Bulk wore for forever that had like a sausage on top of it? I don't understand. I
0: don't okay, so... I actually loved them in the 15-minute show. That was actually nice that they brought that around, too. Yeah. For a second, I was like, who are these idiots? What are these rednecks? Oh, that's Bulk and Skull. The
2: moment the laugh, I was like, yep, alright. I know exactly who that is, so... Yeah, no, that was actually a nice touch that that was the end of that. So, um, how did they ever like coordinate
0: a SWAT team to take down the? Rangers? Well, I was in
1: reading through the um, the Wikipedia articles. Apparently, they join the police force later yes. on in the show.
0: Wow,
2: they actually become yeah. slightly legit. So, <laughs> slightly, yeah. Well, because they actually, if I remember correctly, they last longer than even Tommy does. Mm-hmm. They are there before him, and yeah. they are there after him which is the, the most
0: insane thing, that they are the longest-running characters. Well, yeah, you need the comic relief. Like. They're the C-3PO and R2-D2. They actually are, yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, like the Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> they're raisin, crans, and Cranston <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah, they are actually the longest-running characters in Power Rangers. But, yeah, it was interesting to see. You know, They went to Revenge, they joined the Machine Empire, and then they murdered Jason in the place. So,
1: let's go through this. Yeah. So It's set in the future. If, if we're going to say that the Power Rangers really happened in the 90s, and it's about present day, probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah. And the Machine Empire came back, or won the first time around, whatever. So
2: you see, it starts off with a character, you see blackouts every couple seconds, but you hear the panting, you see the running, you see the other rangers with guns. A few of them. And the last thing you see is the Zord getting sliced in half by a giant rocket. Yeah, it's
1: the Power Rangers, older pa- versions of them, yeah. running around with guns, which, a hey, yes, was awesome. And you see the Megazord, a Megazord, And a robot minion, giant robot. General,
2: yeah, gray giant robot. And
1: and it's hard to say exactly because all, you know, it's not being made with permission, which is important, we'll get to later. But so everything looks a little bit different so they don't get, um, they don't get copyright, or trademark strikes probably in that case, um, or anything. Copyright could be involved as well, but it's complicated. Anyway. And they're fighting this battle, the Bengazor gets taken down, and you just kind of get snippets of it, and then you fast forward a few years. Let's say then it cuts to Kimberly, who, who is chained to a chair. Yeah, yeah, played by uh, uh, Katie Sackhoff. in a cube of information. Yeah, it's kind of a Minority Report style, yeah. flinging flinging doodads around on the on the screen with your hands, and uh, she's being interrogated by Rocky, the second Red Ranger,
2: who I didn't pick up on that name name drop. They only
1: say it once, and it's like before you actually see it. Okay. Where she's saying, "Rocky, why are you doing this?" or something like okay. that. Um, but played by James Vanderbeek, the wonderful James <laughs> Vanderbeek, um, who most people probably know from Dawson's Creek. I'm about but, to say
2: other star of the '90s,
1: but I know him from Don't Trust the Bean Apartment Twenty Three, yes, where I he's fantastic. He is—he is the best part of that show, and there are many great things in that show.
0: To watch that series again,
1: <laughs> it, I've watched it through probably three times now. It's only two seasons, but it's so good.
0: I um, kind of wish that didn't get canceled.
1: <laughs> so he plays Rocky, the second Red Ranger, who has apparently joined the Machine Army, and he has a robot leg. Um, despite the fact that that was not the injury he suffered in the show that yeah, had wow. him taken out, he was had a back injury, I think.
2: There was, there was like, I, I was willing to throw this aside. Like, he he I, lost
1: the leg sometime later.
2: Yeah, like, there was no, it was not Probably consistent. Probably not. It was, and that was one of the things, like, a lot of, you know, and we've talked about this before, if something's not up to canon, nerds usually freak out. I was willing to overlook like, the fact that literally none of this was continuity. continuity which, you know, it's fine, because sure. it was fun. So so he's interrogating
1: her because he's trying to find Tommy. Yeah. And you don't really find this out at first, but basically the idea is, as far as Rocky and the Machine Empire are concerned, Tommy has been traveling the land, taking out the ex-Power Rangers. Basically murdering them all, and the whole his whole theory of the case is that Tommy was created by Rita Repulsa, at least he was given his power by yeah. her. And so he's he's gone back to his old ways and he's evil again. Even though Rocky's, uh, by Starbucks, yeah, by, you, by, yeah. by Kimberly's point of view is also a bad guy. But regardless, it's you know all shades of gray. And you're getting flashes the whole time of basically the fates of the different Power Rangers. You had uh, Trina, who you don't find out how she died, Man, but you see it. the Rangers at her, at her funeral, which is a reference to in real life, the actress who played Trina died in a car accident oh, and all that. the Power Rangers attended her funeral. You have uh, Billy, the Blue Ranger, who committed suicide, and also a nice real-life tie. You see in the background um, him on the cover of Out Magazine because the actor who played him was gay in real life, or uh, is gay in real life. Is gay, yeah. And that's why he left the show, because they were so you horrible. Stole my
2: him. thunder, I was going to say
1: that, yeah. Oh, well, okay, but the produ- apparently the producers yeah. and stuff were really horrible to this guy, and he was like, screw you, i out. Which, good for him. But, I mean, it's sad, but good for him. Yeah. And so they they worked that in as well. You have, apparently, teen, uh, uh, Kimberly and, who was the first Red Ranger, Jason? Jason. Getting yeah. married. Got married, and then eight hours later, he got gunned down by Bulk and
2: Skull at a SWAT <laughs> In team. the car. Like, that was an interesting moment. He goes to grab the, the sword and just gets shot to yeah, hell. Yeah, yeah. So they don't have to use those special effects. Yeah. Apparently, Zack, the Black Ranger, joined the Machine Empire and then got murdered. Just for the thrill. Like, you see him in bed with two girls, get up to or Who Sco- are two oh. Power Rangers villains, yeah. if you look at the crowd. Yeah, Scorpina and I, I forget know. who the other one was. Uh, but yeah, he gets up to snort Coke and it just, and then you get the, I think the, the longest fight scene of the whole thing.
1: I'd say the only real
2: fight scene. No, no, you have the one at the end. The one at the end, that's true.
1: Which is way better, but this one is
2: longer.
0: I would use "real" very loosely because I still, I still stick to that you're in a room with about like 15 guys with machine guns and you're going to (laughs) hand, into hand-to-hand combat. Chances are you're probably not going to win. <laughs>
1: it's a very contrived fight. I like the idea. The execution of that fight in particular didn't really work for me. There were some cool things in it, but it's very clear he's in a very bulky Power Ranger costume, and they're trying to do what they can to make that fight look as real as possible, because he, the guy who's doing it, I mean, he he can obviously really do the stuff, but inside this bulky costume, yeah. they had to do some speed ramping to try and cover it up, and there's some cool moves in there, but it looks like a guy in a bulky Power Rangers what? costume what? trying to punch an Asian guy in a white suit. What? Oh, he had the axe.
2: He was... So that he didn't use it, but he... Was... <laughs> of course not, because it's Power Rangers. Just... Yes. But
1: you don't his... use your weapons, you combine them into a rainbow laser. Yeah, so they
0: all had, like... Yeah, because they all had, like, specific weapons in so, the show. And they were supposed to correlate to the
2: Zords. So, like, What's-His-Face had the trident uh, because it was the... Billy had uh, the trident because it was the Triceratops. Yes. So... Which, is, as we all know, A is not real. B
1: was not a water-dwelling... Shh. <laughs> I mean, really they could bow and got, arrow.
0: Is because
2: that... it flies, yeah. So, what did Jason have a sword? Jason's was a sword. Uh, What's her face's was. Tommy had
1: the dagger because dragon.
2: Yeah, yeah. Because uh, <laughs> alliteration. He
1: had the flute uh, because dragon. It
2: was what, the, did, dra- what, did, what did
0: Trini have, though?
2: Like, um, she kind of had, like, two, like, Raphael weapons. Side. So side, Size, because
0: yeah. that that screams. Well, I guess it does Two fit, fangs? Like, that theme. does
2: kind of fit that. And then
0: his was an Ax Axe definitely says elephant. I mean, giant one side of like an ear, like I can see that. But like, he doesn't even have like, like he's like, okay, I'm gonna go take in all these guys. Like, I have my suit, I have my apparently now bulletproof helmet, which is the only bulletproof thing. But that's fine <laughs> because that's the only thing they shoot at. And it just appears out of nowhere at some point in his hand. And I like that
1: though. I mean, they, I thought they, that was cool. They yeah. did show beforehand that the helmet could kind of digitally remove itself and put itself back on, kind of like the, Star the helmets in the Lost in Space remake. Yes, or...
2: they did it in Guardians,
1: Guardians mm-hmm. of the Galaxy, Star yes. Wars. Yeah, sure,
2: yeah. Sort of like um, so, which I'm okay because all right. Let's say Jordan, I'm holding a gun to you right now. Which part of your body am I probably going to shoot at? My head. But once you've seen that my head is bulletproof, maybe you'd shoot me anywhere else. Probably, but in a two second response, I'm probably it was a so long longer shoot for than two seconds, and
1: there was four people shooting at him.
2: Well, okay, <laughs> so. Yeah, so that part I'm willing. I would even be willing to say, okay, all of him's bulletproof, and the fact that he jumped in without any weapons, like I kind of get. I that would too. be willing
1: to say that too if they showed us that once instead yeah. of all the bullets hitting him in the helmet and bouncing
2: off. Yeah, that's that's fair. But I kind of get the whole him just diving with no weapons. Like, it makes me think of the Captain America scene where, like, did, did he, have he have a parachute? parachute? Yeah.
0: No, He's just looking for, like, that thrill and that danger. That's why I think he's sleeping trying to with
2: two villains and doing cocaine. Like, yeah, I get that. He's so. on top of the world. He's got... And
1: his hip-hop... coot, uh, Hip-hop Kaido? Kido? Hip-Hop Keto? Hop,
2: Hip-Hop Keto. Yeah. Yes. Which is
1: a thing from the show, apparently. Because yes, I was because, looking that up
2: and I was like, oh yeah, that's real. Yeah, because I, I had forgotten about that until I went back and, and kind of rewatched some of the episodes where, yeah, no, like, his combat thing is li- is really just him dancing and punching him. And so now
1: he's half-Secret Agent, half-Billy Blacks. Yes. Yeah, pretty much, <laughs> which yeah. Which is racist, but whatever um oh come on he's a black guy playing the
0: black ranger oh yeah don't get me wrong with, this with, is... and his zord is an elephant oh and the yellow ranger <laughs> is the
1: only asian yes. yeah no, yes. don't get me wrong the, the show has had lots of problems on many levels
0: now now to
2: be fair like if you look at the original like japanese like there's tropes that have existed forever for coloration are you trying to
1: tell me that the yellow ranger in the original japanese show was asian Yes, <laughs> yes, probably. <laughs> from Super Sentai Warriors or whatever it's called.
2: But no, the idea I'm that. Sure all
0: of them were Asian back then, so. <laughs> well, that's
2: apparently, that's coloration in costume, and I think it's come over from that. Matters in role and response. Oh, sure. There's
1: a there's a lot of different things like that. Sure, I, I understand the different cultural tropes. Yeah. And, and So
2: like things. the red character is usually the leader, and the blues the intelligence, and you know that this that the other. I thing, totally so. get that. Yeah. They made it racist when they bought it. Here. They did. They did. <laughs> <laughs> and
1: sexist. And you know <laughs> and all yeah. that kind of stuff.
0: But who's the, who's the pink... ranger? Yeah, it's got to be a girl. Because yeah. well, It wear wasn't
2: pink. until actually Ninja Fury that there was the switch where the Yellow Ranger was the guy and the. the Blue Ranger was the girl. That was the first time they switched that over and people were like, What Whoa, mind blowing. blown
0: yeah. gender roles? Like just exploded. She was still the only chick, but yeah. still, yeah. So there was two chicks in the original. In, 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 you Ninja were, in, in, this, in the Ninja act, Storm. In Ninja Storm.
2: Uh there was only three Rangers and they added the Crimson Ranger and <laughs> Basically, they went, They kind of stripped it down. They're like, all right, you only get three to start out, and then there's going to be two evil ones that become good, and then, all right, fine, you'll have a sixth one we'll just throw in at the
0: end there. So, Okay, never mind. I was like, wait, your math doesn't add up for a second, but yes, it does. Yes, it does, <laughs> yes.
2: I know my Power Rangers math. Thank you very much.
1: So through a lot of the short, you're also getting flashes to Jason as he's going through the country, kind of nomadic um, on the run. Of Tommy, yeah. oh, sorry, Tommy. And it's pretty clear about halfway through that he's not killing them he's finding their bodies after they've been killed I
2: wouldn't say it's necessarily clear of that but it's
1: I've watched it several times it's okay.
0: I think it's pretty clear too
2: okay. yeah
1: there's definitely like him going through and like finding the bullet cases and stuff like that where it's okay, like that's right. okay he didn't kill them um, and there's, I know on the, now, bullet, on the bullet, bullet casing there is another Easter egg, but I don't one know thing, oh, one it was. Oh, it was Billy's company name. Oh, uh, okay. It was like Blade Technology. One
2: thing I didn't get, was that Bulk Skull that one would, was dead with the drugs and yeah. the other one was... That's, right.
1: that's why they joined the Machine Empire. They had the best meth.
2: That's oh, literally what right
1: they you. say. Um, which totally makes sense that they'd be meth heads. Yeah. Um,
2: yeah.
1: And eventually Tommy, she, you eventually find out, Kimberly doesn't know, well, she says she doesn't know anything. She hasn't seen... T- uh, Tommy for years.
2: Yeah. And, and she also basically says like you were never one of us.
1: Yeah, which I liked as well. And then that's when Rocky makes it clear. Well, yeah, that's why you're just here, is bait basically. And yeah. then Tommy well, shows real up. quick,
2: There's a lot of good like thoughts about that. Like, why do you think they got teenagers all along? And yeah, there's like this nice social
1: commentary question of we were teenagers contacted by a giant alien head in a tube and told to fight in a war against
2: against an enemy we had never heard of before. Yeah. Like, you know, child soldiers across the world. And that was actually, in the very first episode, they were like, Zordon was like, find me five over-emotional... No, no, teenagers with attitude. No, no, no. Okay, (laughs) that's the tagline. No, but what he literally says is, overly emotional, overbearing humans. And (laughs) and Alpha's like, not teenagers! And then he
0: summons five teenagers, and that's, Uh. yeah. Tony,
2: twenty sixteen. <laughs> that's that's sorta of what it is, and I, I kinda of like that they point that out. I, I like when things are kinda of self aware like that, like in the fifth gen Pokemon games, the dude who's sort of the villain but not really, is basically like, Hey guys, you realize this is dog fighting, right? Can we stop this and just like treat them as animals and not fight <laughs> <point> with them? <laughs> and then everyone was like, No, and like, Okay, cool. Nice nice talk, guys, thanks. My dad's evil, so
1: fight him. So She's told she's bait. Tommy shows up. Tommy and Rocky have a knockdown drag out. Yep. And Rocky takes him down with help of his robot leg.
2: Yeah, I was about to say that's kind of cheating.
1: And, well, you, you play the, the cards dealt to you. You play the hand you, you have. And uh, he's about to kill Tommy when, from the background, uh, Kimberly has broken her bond, stands up, and shoots. Rocky in the head, I think in the head. He's taking. Yeah, shoots, yeah, basically,
0: yeah. Shoots him in the head, yeah. And that's
1: when we find out it's not Kimberly because Tommy says, "I held you in my arms after you died. I know you're not Kimberly, so who are
2: you?" And her face kind of slouches off a little bit first.
1: It, it like there's cracks develop and then pieces start falling off, and it's revealed it's Rita Repulsa. Big and
2: exactly he holds up Repulsa. his
1: gun to kill her, and then the then it goes. To he whips him. the sword around. Oh, whips yeah. the, the sword out. Right?
2: And that was the dumbest, like. Because it was so cheesy, and, like, I understand they did it to be, like... You gotta have
0: some cheese and Power Rangers. Yeah, and that was that—that was the whole point, where...
1: And she was actually the one who had killed all the
0: X-Rangers. Yeah, it wasn't, like, the, look the look like shots the of that, yeah. Which I thought was really cool. I thought the shots were cool. I thought that she's just, like, standing there in all her, like, cheesy glory, probably about 50 pounds heavier than she ever was in the show. Yeah, and looking like Maleficent. And... Well, again,
1: they have to change the costume, yeah. they
0: can't... See, I thought exactly. the costume was pretty, like, good. I just thought, like, wow, she got fat in the she last twenty fat. years. Hey, <laughs> robots
1: take over. You know what happens?
0: Robots um, take over. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta get rid of the stress somehow.
2: Now, my question is, and I only watched it the one time. You said you've watched it multiple times,
1: a couple times. Well, there was the there was the YouTube cut. Then there was the cut that had boobs in it. So I had to watch that one, of course. There's a cut that Who's, had boobs. In? Boobs were in it. Uh, Scorpina and the other chick. Oh, uh, uh, then big. Who are them, they're who they're porn stars. stars? Yeah. So. They were willing. Um,
2: and, so, that's pretty much, and I think there's a little bit more gore in that. Version. So, was it. Al Gore. I, and I guess the, yes. the piece that I missed, did Kimberly Show marry moves. Jason? Yes. Okay, so that wasn't what's her face?
1: Oh, oh, oh. No, it, I guess it would have been
2: Rita, Rita. In, in Kimberly's uh, form. Okay, that's what I wasn't sure of, just like the timing of that. Did Although, that happen before everything?
1: It could have happened before everything because the Red Ranger's not there in that beginning um, shot, which is eventually where you find out that Kimberly died. Yeah. He's not there, so theoretically that could have happened before.
2: And that's, I guess, what I was yeah. a little confused by, yeah. so Because
1: also, at that point, she's with the Green Ranger. At that point, she's with Tommy. No. Just, they they are making out
0: in uh, part. Yeah. Oh, okay. Before, no, before
1: she, right she right. dies. Before she dies in that
0: creepy. battle scene, they're making out.
1: So, it could have happened either way.
0: Okay. And, exactly. you, could, and you could think back to, like, when, he, when the Red Ranger gets killed in the truck, it could be, like, the, the starting of the impetus The impetus for her coming back. Yeah, of the Machine Empire, like... And well, like,
1: I mean, okay, sure. It, but it could have been her reason for coming back and joining yeah. the fight. I can bu- totally buy that.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: so, it's a cool short film. So, yeah,
0: definitely. Based
1: on a really stupid TV show that you have nostalgic Which for. Which apparently is getting
0: remade in 2016 for a full-length movie. A yeah, that's
1: what I'm yeah. yeah.
0: And, the third full-length movie. Yeah, yeah, and I'm not going to see it because Zac Efron and Taylor Lautner are supposed to star in it.
2: Which
0: one's Taylor Lautner? Uh, Taylor is going to be the Green Ranger. Zac Efron's going to be the Red Ranger. Who's, right? Taylor, who's Taylor
2: Lautner? He's, he's a, the, the He's guy, the guy werewolf
1: that... from... Oh, Power. yeah,
2: he's okay. Yeah. See, I have
1: no problem with Zac Efron after he was... Um, he played Tyler in the pilot for Lock and
0: Key. That is and true. He was I was really I can, good in that. I actually like Zach Efron. Like a lot. Was yeah, he I in, like, like
1: High School Musical him. and stuff ten years ago? Sure, but why should we hold that against him? true. Yes, I
2: right? mean, just Drake, Drake was in declassified.
0: Do you mean no, no, Drake Degrassi? was in
2: DeGrasse. That.
0: The thing <laughs> that you and watch, I do watch. And I do, do hold that against him because he's this like Canadian kid that used to play a guy in a wheelchair. Coming up from the streets, thinking he's all ghetto and can rap now. He didn't what? start at the bottom. Now <laughs> no, he is.
1: These are not the writers. These are kids who needed a job as an act- yeah. acting jobs and they got him. I don't.
0: Yeah. Have, I don't have anything against. Again, to I that. go with the this move the song. Start at Degrassi, Now we it. Like. I just have no <laughs> interest in <laughs> Power Rangers
1: outside of the short, which was really cool.
2: If they make the reboot like dark, but total, they won't. They the absolute because
1: Heim Saban is back in control, and we'll get to that in a second. But and he's not down for that at all.
2: Yeah. He wants the cheese in the camp, which I mean I'm not a, a, against that.
1: It's a show of children. You know? Yeah. So shall we get into what happened next?
2: Well, you're you're more versed on this than I am.
1: Well, okay. So it goes up, and the Vimeo version, which was the the um, more adult version, is got down taken down pretty quickly.
0: Where there is a more adult version,
2: the, the version with, with the, the breasts
1: and the um, the gore, the more where cool. the oh. two
2: chicks you actually saw more than just making out, apparently. Yeah.
1: So that version got taken down pretty soon. I had Was, was
2: the one. fight any more violent in any way?
1: I think a little bit. There might have been a little bit more blood. Okay. Um, but Saban came out very quickly and was like, we are going to have this taken down. This is, you know, infringement. These are all these things. And, of course, the maker. So um, Archer and Cower, he was one of the guys behind Dread. And behind a couple other things that you're a fan of, I can't remember all the names. Dread but I know you was like awesome. Dread quite a bit. I was bored by it. but I know no, else I
2: liked it. I wouldn't say. I mean, I appreciate it. I didn't live. I don't think it lived up to the hype that everyone gave it. Well, th-
0: I don't other, think so. A, but a but it also Hollywood. gave that like element of gore to what the original Judge Dread was True. lacking.
2: <sighs> the original
0: Judge Dread was weird. So,
1: I think terrible, but sure, that's a I'm
0: so, Adrian on the law So it was <laughs> up for a few days.
1: It has currently been taken down. Is it? It is definitely down. I think you can still see it on Ari Shankar's Facebook page. Like he's got his own version uploaded there. And you can still find it on YouTube. Just not the official yeah. version. Well, and on Vimeo and stuff as well. You can find like re-ups and stuff, reuploads. But J- Jason David Frank, the original Green Ranger, the guy who played Tommy, he came out pretty early. And you know what? I, don't, I can't say I agree with him, but I thought his reasoning was sound for why what, he was not supporting it. Because he was actually asked to be in it. And he basically went, look, I get it. We grew up on this show. We're adults now. And we go, oh, a hard R-rated, you know, you know, dark, gritty version of Power Rangers? Awesome. He's like, I get that. But this is a show for children that is still on the air, that kids are still watching, and they're going to be looking for Power Rangers, and they're going to find this.'" And I've got kids. I don't want them seeing this. This is not something for kids. And he's like, "If it would be different if the show had been off the air for years and it was just us who remembered it. But that's not what this is. This is still a kid's show that kids watch actively. And because of that, I really can't support this. And, and you know, like I said, I don't okay, agree with him. Fair. But I, that is a well-thought-out reason. And yeah, I I would agree with that. You know, good on him for, you know, if he has a thought on it, for sticking to his guns. You know, he could have been in this and made some money, but he went, no,
2: that's not for me. So, I, let me say... Like, I I get why some people would definitely be drawn to it just from the the idea of the hard R thing. Like, I think for me, it was a little less that, and more like the idea of Revisited. So, like, what if things had gone awry, alternate kind of future... Sure, no, and I I like that in in general. Yeah, and so that, I think, is what drew me a little more. Like, I think you could have, you know, things that could have been cut, like... If you just explained Zack needed to feel relevant, like, you could have cut the, you know, two chicks making out and the storting cocaine, and I think that could have still been probably portrayed, maybe not You the language and the violence and, you know, all Yeah, that. exactly. So I think, you know, you could have cut some of the things, definitely made it PG-13, and still kind of carried that same tone and message, and I would have enjoyed it all the same.
1: Just so, to some extent, sure. Yeah.
2: But so... But you, I definitely
1: respect You what can he still saying. find it. Yeah. You have to look a little bit harder than you might have had to, but it's the internet. You don't have to look that hard. Yeah. Let's be honest here. Um, but so we all liked it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is there anything else you want to say about Power Rangers
2: I before mean, we sign off here? Not really. It's just it was it's camp. This this provided I wouldn't say closure, but it was it was nice to see it revisited. You know. Yeah. So it's certainly the best Power Rangers thing I've ever seen. It is.
0: It actually got me really excited. And I saw that like in my YouTube feed, I saw like the trailer for like. Power Rangers two thousand sixteen, see who the actors are. And I look at it, I'm like, well now I'm less excited for Power Rangers mm-hmm. two thousand sixteen, but I would love if whoever produced this short would do a full length movie.
2: You know what I love I want more than anything?
0: What? Cheeseburger? I want No. I want Ooze to come back. Oh god yes. I want I Ooze to come back. No, because I mean, see my perfect that. Ivan Ooze would would have been Robin Williams.
2: <laughs> no, 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 no. So a few years back, five, six years back, I don't know what you're no, going. No,
0: like like the Power Rangers movie. No, 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 no.
2: What are you going for? This
1: is when I was working at Target. You were still living with your mom, Dave. Um, oh, when we bought the and, when I bought it on DVD. You, I think I was still working there, and you guys came to shop when you were waiting for me to like finish up, and then I, I remember we were walking around, around Target, yeah. And you found the Power Rangers movie for five bucks five on DVD, and. We were going to hang out, and so we, you bought that. I, I want to make it clear, we did not buy that. You I, bought that. I, I 100 freaked
2: nerd outed, and yes. And
1: then we went back to Dave's house, or Dave's mom's house, and yeah. ate junk food and watched this terrible, <laughs> boring, awful movie. It was so bad, and I didn't want to watch it in the first place. That just is, sitting that is screen my screen. old
2: boy. Okay, we are even. From old that. boy is an incredibly beloved. Blah blah movie, blah. blah master master old than. boy
0: is way better than Power Rangers. Movie. No. Power Rangers, yep. like I was jazzed on my fifth birthday to <laughs> go see Power Rangers. <laughs> this was twenty-one years ago, and I was, I was like just. Crap in my pants, excited to go see (laughs) Power Rangers. Okay, Um, but I was five, and I was nowhere near as excited as you were in Target finding this for five dollars. So bad, it was. So was Old Boy. Old Boy is a movie that you
1: have problems with. The themes and the things that happen. No, in the it story. was just stupid. It's an incredibly well-made, well-acted movie that you dislike. The elements involved in Power Rangers is
0: none of those. Yeah, things. I don't like Human Centipede, but, <laughs> but I will agree <laughs> that Human Centipede is better than the original Power Rangers movie, which uh, is poorly acted,
1: poorly written. The special effects are terrible. Everything about it is just bad. Which one, Human Centipede? Yeah, definitely Power Rangers. I've seen Human Centipede; it's okay but you know it's no old boy but it's 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 okay it's okay. not nearly as
2: bad as as people made it out to be okay but who it would've been way
1: better if it was that bad who are also- <laughs>
2: Who also of us loves B movies and Mystery Science Theater three thousand and you know so like that is oh, definitely B-movies. still in my wheelhouse. Like, well, I'm not saying
1: it's not in your wheelhouse. I'm just saying it's bad. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> not saying point. you don't like it. I'm saying it's bad. Well, I'm going to watch it tonight. So ha. you have fun doing that. <laughs> Get out the candles and the lube and have whatever fun you want to have. With Take Talies. your green ranger
0: dragon. Oh Zordon. Dragon. Oh Zordon. Oh, oh Jarrell. <laughs> because he's I a Zordon. giant talking Jarrell head. <laughs> I definitely thought you said giraffe the first time. <laughs> this I looking at like... your shirt, and I like, yes, clearly that is a skeleton of a giraffe. It's not even... It's a dragon, okay?
2: Come on. Come on. Well... <laughs>
1: <laughs> I couldn't even bring myself to close it out. Well, I'm Jordan from Jersey. I'm Pierce from Jersey. And I'm
0: Dave from Jersey. This has been Jersey
1: Shore. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a great week. Thanks for listening to Jersey Shore. You can contact us at jordan at legionofdudes.com, that's J-O-R-D-A-N, or you can leave us a voicemail, 972-798-3830, and just let us know that you're leaving it for Jersey Shore. You can follow me on Twitter, at Jordan, F R N Jersey, and iTunes ratings and reviews are always appreciated. And if you enjoy the show, don't forget to check out dot for lots of great content just like it.